The blast from our past network. Nice work, Butterfingers. Why didn't you just turn on the bat signal while you were at it? I wasn't trying to get caught. Could have fooled me. Hey, aren't you that plant lady, Poison Oaky? Ivy, Poison Ivy. Sorry. Holly Quinn, pleased to meet ya. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Ongoing Comic Book Discussion Podcast, the place where a bunch of really cool comic book discussions go down. I am your host, Tess Janos, and today I am joined by the lovely, the fabulous, the very, 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 very hilarious Emily Slade of Why This Film Podcast. Hi, Emily! Hello! <laughs> I feel like I need, like, burr, 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 like air horns, like, you know... <laughs> Okay, I'll do it. Did you see those fireworks in the background? Okay, yeah, fireworks. <laughs> and like a gun, maybe just for like effect. Yes. Like a yeah. yeehaw kind of. There's just vibe. like cowboys like twirling yeah. guns for no reason. Horses as well. They get the horses involved. <gasps> Why not? Twirling. They never do that. The, the horses, know. they can stand up on two feet they and twirl their guns. Four, so they, they're good. They So many feet available to twirl guns. So yeah, missed opportunity yep. there in the West. No, you're right. You're right. Um, and But you are not here in the West with me. You are all the way in the UK. You are so far yes. away from me right now. So far. I have a map in front of me, and it is a long way. Because you're, you're not only the other side of the ocean, you're like the other side of the land once you hit the ocean. Like, yeah. like yes. it might be quicker for me to go through Russia on foot to get to you than like sail across Ooh. on a boat. I don't know. I don't know how stuff works, but... Is there still, like, a connection between Russia and Alaska? Or did that get... Is that underwater now? You know what I'm talking Ooh. about? That The Russian Strait or something like that? Ooh. I... They're different colors, so I... Well, oh, okay. I, I wouldn't know. <laughs> we'll look it up later. Yeah. No, there used to be... There was a way that they, like, either discovered Alaska or they discovered Russia. And there's this, like, really thin piece of land that used to run between Russia and Alaska... But oh, I think nice. it's underwater now. Oh, boo. Uh, was yeah. that where Atlantis was? Yes. Was yes. Definitely. Was it actually? No, I wish. The Atlantic. Boo, don't lie to me about the <laughs> source of Atlantis. <laughs> I love Atlantis. <laughs> I love the, that movie on Disney+. Plus. I just watched it like two weeks ago. I'm like, this is so charming. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so good. Uh, like, why uh-huh. is it so good? Like, oh, 2000s Disney. Half of you was trash and half of you was trash. Like, I agree. Some of it, yeah, some of it I'm like, it's either the really preppy girls in high school that actually never existed and just give mm-hmm. girls this uh, this notion that they have to be these perfect, perfect uh, human beings with blonde hair or whatever. Yeah. That's half of 2000s Disney, and then yeah. the other half is, like, fun and imagination. Like and Lilo so. and Stitch and, like, I mean. Treasure <laughs> Planet and, like, ah, just Planet. these wonderful things. <laughs> I'm going to scream a lot. Yes. I feel it. I'm, I'm in a screamy mood, so I apologize in advance. I will try and move away. No, from... I love it. And and speaking of screamy mood, today we've, we're reviewing Harley Quinn Breaking Glass. Um, wow, that was a, was that an effect that, that we just breaking... did just now of Breaking Glass? I, feel, I don't know why. I've just, I, I'm so excited. I feel like I need one of those like radio DJ button sets where I can just keep yeah. pressing them to make noises because that's the kind of mood I'm in and like that's <gasps> what I want. I wanted some breaking glass there. 
And maybe oh like gosh. a Harley giggle. I don't know. Can you do, what's your best Harley giggle? Let's hear it. Ooh. I don't know. Oh, Harley. What does Harley sound like? She's sort of like a... <laughs> Ooh, like that's a good one. Like, yeah, because she's not too girly girly. No, like but she, she'll break your face. Yeah. Okay, that's a hard one. Now that I said it, I'm yeah. like, shit, I'm going to have to do it. Okay, it's like, like. <laughs> yes. No, it's, no, it's like, like an evil witch. Yeah, but like, it works. Because <laughs> they're like maniacal. I think if you put the two together, you got a perfect Harley laugh. Ooh, you're right. Ooh, let's do that. Man, so yeah. many special effects things <laughs> so far. You know those like uh, those keyboards where you put it on a certain setting and it does special effects? DJ, DJ, DJ. Yeah. 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 That's, that's what we need. That's, that's what we need next time that you're on Soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome. Um, can you tell us about why this film? I'm a huge fan, by the way. You are truly, truly hilarious. Yay! Go ahead. Thank you. Why This Film is a podcast that looks back on the movies of your childhood. We pluck a movie from your past and we rewatch it and we have a chat about it. And we learn wonderful things about ourselves and each other. And we see whether the film held up or if it was terrible or if it taught you bad lessons or if it taught you good lessons. It's just super fun to reach back and be all nostalgic and fuzzy while also being like, this shaped me as a person, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and you are officially part of the BFOP network. Welcome. Whee! It's so, so happy to have fun. You. Yes, and you're you're the second gal of BFOP. I, I'm so glad. Too many stinky yes. boys up in there. <laughs> so many stinky boys. This is the girls club now. Ha ha ha. Ha ha. We're going to take over. They'll be like, what the? What the? Why did this happen? Seven. No, no, it's a great, great, great group of people who yes. we all get along so well. So I'm happy to be a part of it. And I'm happy you're a part of it. And I'm happy you're here on this show finally. And I know that you review movies, but you, uh, you are actually a fan of Harley Quinn already. Yes. Yeah. Weirdly. Because like, yeah, I don't, do you want my like, do you want my yes. Harley Quinn background? Do you want my comic book background? Like, Girl, I want it all more? right here. Spill. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. So comic books was <laughs> always something that I was like, I really like the concept and idea of that. And I would go into comic book stores and I would mainly look at the like merchandise because that looked like something that was familiar to me. Whereas all of these tiny, tiny booklets of hundreds of pages for like five pounds of like three page booklets. I was like, what is this? A scam? So I would be like, I can't invest in this. This is, this is, this would financially ruin me. This is ridiculous. <laughs> so instead I would do a lot of Wikipediaing. I spent a lot of time on marvel.com before the movies came out. We're talking like early 2000s. So I Ooh. knew all about Natasha Romanoff and her <laughs> ballet background and who she was before Scarlett Johansson even walked into the picture. And <laughs> so... <laughs> I was like Googling all this stuff and trying to get all the information because I really like the idea of the stories and stuff. Um, and I would buy graphic novels is what I would buy because I could see that they were like a thing that made sense. I was like, I spend 14 pounds and I get a book. That is sensible. And then I can read that book and I have it now and I don't have to buy any more to be able to finish the story. Right. Um, makes sense. 
<laughs> and so I would mainly link them with movies. Like if you look at my collection, you can see that they are very clearly like I would see League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. So I'd be like, I'm gonna make the graphic novel of this. Oh, look, it's better. Who saw that coming? Um, <laughs> same with Watchmen, and and then I, I it's bizarre. I love Catwoman. I loved Catwoman. I yep. still love Catwoman. She mm-hmm. was my fave on my Bebo homepage. I used to have uh, Billy Joel singing She's Always a Woman to clips of Catwoman from the animated Batman series. Um, it was super deep and it was my favorite video that I had on my Bebo page. Um, I love that. <laughs> and, um, but the cat, the one I wanted was like Catwoman. Oh God, this is David Copperfield time. I'm so sorry. We've gone way back. We're in like 2003 Please. right now. Take us um, in the time machine. Yes. <laughs> and I wanted, it was called like Catwoman Nine Tales or Nine Lives of Catwoman or something. And it was like a proper, it was like 40 pounds or something. And I was like, mm. that's, I'm like 13. That's, that's too much money. <laughs> um, but next to it was Harley and Ivy, which was like a slim little graphic novel of a bunch of different stories starring the next two greatest DC female villains. Um, and they both looked super sexy on the front cover and it was like 10 pounds instead. And I was like, that's more like it. Yeah. So I got that one and I've read it over and over and over again. And I, 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 I love it. And I love, I love the idea of all of these, like, um, these, these DC female villains. Cause Marvel never really had, they just tried to be more complicated and like make the, all their characters great. And I was like, shut up Marvel. Um, <laughs> So I, I loved the, the idea of DC and I love the aesthetic of DC. Um, I never really watched the, the Batman animated series, weirdly. Mm. I never really watched it. Um, I'm getting hot. I'm getting overexcited. Um, <laughs> it doesn't help that I'm in like a huge fluffy dressing gown. <laughs> some sort of pimp. Um, I love it. I see it slowly coming off. You're like, how do I get this off and still be able to talk in the microphone? Literally. I love it. Um, and so that's where it's sort of... Yeah, and it just sort of went from there. And I was like, I really like her. And then obviously recently Harley's sort of really come into her own. She was allowed to be in Suicide Squad. And then Margot Robbie was like, ha ha, look what you've done, you fools. (laughs) I have my own money. (laughs) And they were like, shit, women having their own movies. God damn it. Nobody go watch it. But they did watch it. And now there's more. And you can't stop us. And so I was like, That's this right. is really cool. Um, and what's interesting, I'll say it now and we'll go into it later as well because I don't want to spoil anything, mm-hmm. is that the Harley and Ivy that I had was still very much like, she was really in love with Joker and Ivy was very much like, oh, I'm sexy and that's like my thing. Um, which is great when you're a teenager, you're like, look at these sexy ladies being sexy and using their sexy sex to be sexy and evil. And you're like, this is great. Mm. And then you grow up and you're like, maybe that's not so great. Mm, And so I didn't even think about it. Um, I sort of suggested like a Harley female villain and you were like, here's one. And I was like, Ooh. And then I read it and I was like, a balloon away. Um, I it was just so exciting to like witness and like like look and be like what is this mm-hmm. because I know Harley I mean I don't know if you're gonna break this down but I, I know she's she was literally invented as a girlfriend yep yep and now she's taking over <laughs> sucks 
and it's like literally she's she has yeah she hasn't become bigger than the joker i would say unfortunately because she hasn't been around as long i think she was literally invented in like the 90s yep but considering that she's like 29 years old boy is she like gone far so oh. oh yeah Yes, I will let you talk now. <laughs> no, please. I love that story. Thank you so much for sharing it. I love the fact that you went into a comic book shop and you saw an issue and you're like, I'm not spending money on pieces of paper. <laughs> this is blasphemy. I want the whole thing. I love that. And then then you come into this Harley and Ivy world and you're like hooked for some reason and you can't figure it out. And then Harvey, Har- excuse me, Harvey, Harley starts to evolve like you're Mm -hmm. saying and she's becoming this truly badass outspoken female of Gotham and of the comic book world right yeah Yeah. and it's so exciting I think also I didn't realize uh, like I love your little promo that I listen to every week because I always put it (laughs) on my podcast because I'm biased and (laughs) (laughs) thank you (laughs) and um and it's you're always like comic books are cool guys yeah and and i was like yeah yeah no they're great i love them they're great they're great they're great (laughs) because in my head i was still stuck in like the 1950s where because even in the early 2000s when i was looking at this stuff it was still like Batman loves Catwoman, and Harley loves Joker, and Ivy <laughs> uses her lipstick to kiss people. And I was like, yeah, comic books are fine. And then I'm starting to really, like, actually look at what's happening in them, and I'm like, oh, comic books are, like, a severe reflection of our current world, and they're mm. going deep into issues, and they're, like, expanding on these. And I saw one thing that was like, yeah, remember that one where, like, Batman dies, and his dad becomes Batman, and his mom becomes the Joker? And I was like, uh-huh. pardon? <laughs> Um, so it's just so like fun to be sort of like the door has been sort of open again I've sort of been going to the takeout window and like trying a fry every now and then (laughs) and now I've like been been given like a whole nice burger and I've eaten it and I've really enjoyed it so I've like actually gone into the restaurant now and sat down and been like bring me a menu let's see what's going (laughs) on here here. (laughs) that's incredible you've blown my little mind I was like comic books are awesome Uh, like they always were but like now they're like I don't know important they were always important that's the wrong word but they just seem they're more relevant than anything yeah 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 Yeah. Mm -hmm. no I totally understand what you're saying it's like yeah you look at I've been I mean I've been reading some old comics and they really do like you I mean you guys on OCD here you've heard me say before and you've heard me say before to you and anything that you know you and I have interviewed on but like it's the women in comics they were just super hyper sexualized um you know they're damsels in distress they're the girlfriends of the joker Mm -hmm. you know stuff like that but then women started writing comics and they're like wait a minute that's not our story that's not what it's like to be a female and mm-hmm. so now you're like, oh, crap, wait a minute, wait a minute, we actually have a voice here. Yes. And, yeah, and that's a lot, that's a big reason why women don't get into comics is because they see all these boys in comics. And I know some wonderful, wonderful gents in comics, not all guys, but some of these stories are just not written correctly. So I totally understand you on that. And you're just like, I don't want to support something that doesn't tell my story. Absolutely. And this idea that then, like... Just something as simple as, like, you, you used to go into someone's, like, uh, dorm room, for want of an 
English word. I'm just, I'm just using all the American slang today. Oh my um, gosh. Fries, dorms, what's next? Um, <laughs> you know, like you go into someone's like university room and they would have like Poison Ivy's tits as yeah. a poster and you'd be like, this is fun. That's comic yeah. books. Great. I, mm, okay. uh-huh. Okay, mm-hmm. great. And even what was frustrating, which I think is really cool that they're clearly now breaking out of and have been possibly for a while, I've just been blind to it, that whenever they would do um, parodies of comic books mm. as well, we talk about this in Mystery Band and they do it again in Watchmen, they would be like, we've got to have only one woman because that's what comic books do. And you're like, so mm-hmm. progressive. And they're like, we're taking <laughs> the mic. It's like, a, it's the point. And you're like, oh, I love these sound effects today. (laughs) It's perfect. You don't need words for that. Yes, I love it. Yes. And yeah, you see just those gross posters. I've seen those gross posters. I've accidentally followed some comic book artists because I like one art. And then the next one is a woman with her bosom just Mm -hmm. out. And I'm like, none follow. In your words. because you're just like this is what you think of us and like and then it just makes you think because even though I like you know when you're a teenager you don't realize what's damaging you and you don't realize mm-hmm. what you're taking in subconsciously at all because you can't you can't sort of uh, study it in that way um and take a step back like that but so you're just looking at it and you're like is that without and this is the thing we always talk about this but you're not thinking this at the time but you must be you must like you are you are like cool that's what I need to be like Right. That's that's what's yeah. good. That's what I that's what I need to look like. I need to start being like mean to people because mm-hmm. that's what's sexy. And I start to n- need to be being standoffish. And like maybe I should start a life of crime. I don't know. I'm kind of getting those hints yeah. as well. Like, do you know yeah. what I mean? Like you just oh, sort of totally. take these things on and you just kind of end up. I mean, I know I was like a horrible person for sometimes to to people because I was like, it's sexy to be cruel, and it's right. like, no, it's not. <laughs> like it's horrible. To be cruel, I don't think I hurt anyone's like feelings massively because again, they're taught that it is sexy and fun. Uh-huh. So everyone's just being mean to each other and being like, "This, this is fine. This is fine." And Especially women against women, right? They oh, always pit boy. them against each other. Like, and that's mm-hmm. I think why I was attracted to Harley and Ivy because it was a female friendship. And yes, she constantly talked about the Joker. And yes, I. I mean, I think the first, the first. Uh, story was that like Ivy was like I'm gonna kiss more people in this jail cell than you are <laughs> and it was like wait what, what? that's the story <laughs> I genuinely think it was something like that and then we go on to have some wonderful like you know Ivy's got a really wonderful thing where she can like always relevantly talk about the environment and stuff mm-hmm. um but yeah that was the like story and and Holly was like no don't kiss the joker I love him and you think back now and you're just like wow so empowering like so close you had this female friendship that was so strong and cool in some places but also I always got the 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 uh, feeling that Ivy was like oh god hi Harley oh mm-hmm. the Joker kicked you out again fine I guess we can hang <laughs> out and again it's just like even though they are hanging out and they are friends which is really nice it was still mm-hmm. there was always just this underlying like this isn't a nice friendship this is like a toxic right. friendship and this isn't right. 
I mean, it was fun because I didn't know any better. And I was just like, yay, sexy women doing fun things. And now I'm like, boo, what is that? That's not a wholesome friendship. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, which is totally different to what we're meant to be talking about. (laughs) Yeah, this one, this comic here, it takes a totally different plunge on this friendship. And I really loved it. I love that they are friends all the way since Gotham High. I've never been introduced to Gotham High before. And, no. and they're friends because Harley is obsessed with Ivy in class because she's so passionate about her studies and the world and change. And Harley's like, wait a minute, I like change. What's your name? And she just becomes obsessed with her and then they become best friends that way. And what I really, really liked about Ivy in this one is that this is the first time I've ever seen Ivy is black. Yes. And it, it and they push that and they make it relevant throughout this comic. Um, I should mention that it's written by Mariko Tamaki, colored by Steve Pugue, and lettered by Carlos M. Mangual. And I'll do a quick summary real quick so everybody can catch up here. We are just so excited. Emily, hold on. Hold on. I love this energy. This is wonderful. This is this is it. This is I was like, I'm so excited for this interview. Okay, so. With just $5 and a knapsack to to her name, 15-year-old Harleen Quinzel is sent to live in Gotham City. She's not worried, though. She's battled a lot of hard situations as a kid and knows her determination and outspokenness will carry her through life in the most dangerous city in the world. And when Gotham's finest drag queen, yes, Mama, takes her in, it seems like Harley has finally found a place to grow into her most true true with new best friend Ivy at Gotham High. But when Mama's drag cabaret becomes the next victim in the wave of gentrification that's taking over the neighborhood, Harley's fortune takes another turn. Now, Harleen is mad. In turning her anger into action, she is faced with two choices. Join activist Ivy, who's campaigning to make the neighborhood a better place to live, or team up with her anarchist friend, Joker, who plans to take down Gotham one corporation at a time. Heavy. (laughs) Yes. I mean, just with that explanation, you're like, this is the same but different. Mm-hmm. I'm intrigued. <laughs> right? It was so cool. I was like, oh. Because uh, uh. usually when things are like, mm, they're teenagers now and they're going to high school, I'm like, oh, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What's this going to be about? <laughs> but yeah. instantly from the first page, I was like, I love it. And like, because, because again, uh, I'm going to keep constantly referencing our childhood because like teenagers in our childhood were like, mm, they were like, mm, I'm a teenager. I don't care about anything. I'm just a teenager and I'm stupid and I'm dumb. And that's the story. Mm-hmm. Whereas these teenagers care. They're like Gen Z. They're like on TikTok <laughs> doing cool stuff. Like, like buying out all the tickets to the Trump rally and like doing yeah. like actual stuff in the world that's making a difference. And that's what these teenagers are doing. They feel like people. They don't feel like children, which is what mm-hmm. teenagers always used to feel like. Or like dumb adults, more likely. Um, these are people and they're doing things. And the fact that like uh, I knew that like Ivy would be a character and then the Joker would be a character. I was like, this is cool. This is really cool. I'd be really, I'm really excited to see what they do with a, a teenage Joker. Um, cause I've only ever known him as like a, a middle-aged white man who's like <laughs> pissed at the world. 
<laughs> oh man that was a big twist and we'll definitely get to that twist but yeah the joker in this one he was like a teenage kid and he wasn't like the normal joker he was kind of like well no i shouldn't say normal he was totally like egocentric maniacal psychotic don't get me wrong mm. um but he had like instead of the makeup he had like pieces of like magazines or something that were like eyeballs and yeah. faces and he was covered by some sort of material over his face it was after, like a you know like a plastic bag that he tied up at the back and then he'd like plastered cut out bits of like pixelated eyes and mouth and it was a really cool design it was really off-putting i did i was reading it sometimes being like how does he breathe but like <laughs> <laughs> he's the joker yeah. <laughs> maybe he doesn't breathe yeah. <laughs> he'll figure it out <laughs> Yeah, but in, 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 yeah, the Joker's fabulous, but like, it's funny because this comic is not about the Joker. It is purely about Harleen uh, Quinzel, and what's different about this story as opposed to other Harley Quinn stories is that Harleen Quinn in this one, she doesn't start out as a psychiatrist. She doesn't fall into a vat of goop, toxic goo to be converted to the Joker's ways. She is a teenager and she's already kooky and kind of crazy anyway. And she finds her tribe through these drag queens, her fairy god person, which I freaking loved. Right, weren't they those drag queens fabulous? Oh my god, like so beautifully designed, so fun, written, like so like emotional. Like you were mm. there every time. I could like f- taste the glitter. Like <laughs> I just like it was. It really and and I mean that's a comment about the whole thing. The whole thing that drew you in. I was like, and maybe this is comic books that I haven't read comic books. And this is what comic books do. And everyone's like, adoy, it's a book. But, like, no. it drew me in. Like, I was Good. there. I was, like, in Gotham at the time. And I felt everything really hard. And I think that's a credit to its writing as well. It was just like, oh, bam, bam. Now you care about these people. Oh, what happens now? And you're like, please don't hurt them. Because yes. um, also, because they were the fairy godparents, I loved... There's, like, a fairy tale element going through. And, like, if you want me in your thing and you want me to like your thing... All you gotta do is throw in a fairy tale reference there, and I'm there. Like, <laughs> so easy. Masquerade. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> Dance with the devil. Fairy tale bullshit. Like any anything. It's like simple as you want to go. And okay. this, like, really, not only did it do that, it did that in a way that I fucking love. Where they're just like yeah. commenting on them as well. They're like, fairy tales are scary and dumb, and in that fairy tale that happens and in this fairy tale this happens and you're like oh my god i love it um that was a really bad example but like <laughs> i loved it it's just you. like she's just constantly being like what's part of time because she's like telling this story and it works really mm-hmm. well because then she's able to apply these themes and these ideas of like what's good and what's bad to people and to the world and ultimately spoiler alert you come out with like there is no such thing and i think that's the same with fairy tales as well. Like, you, you ignore Disney and you go back to the root of fairy tales. There wasn't ever anything like Greek mythology. There wasn't anything like bad and good because mm-hmm. Medusa was an evil serpent head lady. But hey, you weren't there when she was being raped by Poseidon in Athena's temple right. to then be right. turned into Medusa. So, like, mm-hmm. everything sort of feeds into everything and we're created and not born and like it was just really interesting and like it super made me think and I was like ah, I'm thinking which is really good 
No, this comic book totally does that. It's not like superhero saves the day. It's like, why is Harley Quinn kind of like the way she is? Well, her dad was shot in a parking lot in this one. And her mom has gone away for the summer on a cruise. And she was supposed to stay with her grandma who's died. And that's how she meets Mama, her fairy god person. And it's like, you you know, as I mean, for me as a reader and as a viewer of any sort of story, like as the more I grow older, the more I realize that the reason why people are the way they are is because of their past. Mm hmm. You know, you are the accumulation of all the decisions that you've had to make up until now. Yeah. And that's and it's no different here in this story. And it's got so many elements. It's got our, our Harleen Quinn, obviously, and we know her story. And this one's a little bit different. We've got Ivy, and she's uh, she's experiencing racism, which they totally touch on, and they do a beautiful example so of that. Good. If we could just roadside attraction that real quick. Mm-hmm. So uh, Ivy... Um, Excuse me, I get so excited. I told my husband this story, and he was like, whoa, that's an amazing way to do it. Um, Which, this was written in 2019 before the current issues. Yeah. It literally directly relates to what we're all trying to figure out and go through right now. So much so that I was like, this is insane. Like, this is insane. I know. It's so perfect. Um, So... There's this guy, and we haven't mentioned him yet. His name is John Kane of Kane Enterprises. And if you know Gotham, you know that Kane show up here and there, K-A-N-E, and they're kind of different. Um, this one is John Kane, and his he's a teenager, and his family runs Kane Enterprises that basically um, evicts and condemns all these beautiful, amazing art buildings, including the, the drag cabaret and um um harley's uh she's experienced it firsthand herself and her family and then ivy's family experiences it where they're being kicked out just for being pseudo they're not really poor they're they're thriving in their own way but it's really literally just because they can't afford what they're asking to stay in town and stuff like that so anyway um gotham high john kane he's this turd rich asshole you you know Uh, him you know yes. John Kane. <laughs> You've met John Kane before. It's that turned up. Um, and he runs the film club. And Ivy is like, hey, John Kane, why the heck aren't you playing films of diversity, films of, uh, of you know, gender relations that are, are more about women succeeding rather than men taking advantage of women? Because he's playing, and he's playing these movies, and I wish that I wrote them down, but they're real movies, too. Yeah. Which I was like, ooh, call out. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And it's true, though. It's all of these, like, oted, all twisted, such, oh, damaged director giving the Kubricks <laughs> and the, the Casablancas and the, like, yes. these movies that are just, like, these tortured men. And, like, there's always, like, one woman in the movie and she, like, probably dies. And, like, and Ivy's just but like, she's hot. hey, she's hot. <laughs> let's play some movies directed by women. And he does that thing where he's just like, name me some good female directed movies and she's like this one this one this one this one he's like come back to me when you've got a better list and you just like you've had these conversations and you it's so frustrating and I'll let you finish the story but it all like it all builds up where he's just like so so unfair and it makes you so mad because you go Mm -hmm. you try and go through the normal routes where he's like submit a film list and I'll review it and you do and then of course they review it by going nope none of them so you've you've tried to play their game so then they start playing their own game exactly um, and of course it gets them into trouble because it always does and it's, always the wrong oh. person always gets in trouble right mm-hmm. so right. annoying 
Yes. Emily, I love your passion so much. It's <laughs> it's making me so happy right now. Um, so, yeah. So uh, then Ivy uh, confronts him. And, the, and then Ivy and Harley decide to do a protest where they're dressed up like clowns, which is ironic because Harley, she's like, can I wear this all the time? Which I'm like, oh, a little clown <laughs> reference there. I love it. And so they bust in like clowns and uh, dress like clowns, literal clowns from head to toe, makeup, everything, noses, I think, shoes. And they have these protest signs. And then they get sent to the principal. And the principal's like, Mr. Kane, talking to John Kane, what, what's happening here? And he's like, if, like you were saying, if they want to submit a proposal of possible films, well, they could do that. <laughs> and, right, that, I think that was actually. That's his that's voice. His, that's his actual <laughs> voice. That's, can you do a John Kane? Let's hear it. <laughs> It's like, uh, I think you'll find that uh, they're not going through the appropriate channels. Uh, and if they did, uh, it would all be fine. Thank you, Mr. Kane. You can leave now because this uh, apparently has nothing to do with you anymore because you're a good student. It's like, fucking fuck off. Oh, I'm so angry. Angry. <laughs> and then and then Harley's there and she's like, okay, uh, you know, da 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 da. And Ivy's like fuming. And then the principal looks at uh, Harley and she's like, he's like Miss Quinzel. And he says, and then he says Mr. Kane. And then he looks at Ivy and said Miss Ivy. And Ivy's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. If you're gonna call him Mr. Kane and you're gonna call her Miss Quinzel, you can call me Miss. I think it's Dubery is her last mm. name or something like that. And he's like, you can't talk to me like that. And she's like, what? We, what? Do you hear yourself right now? And then they get sent to detention. Mm-hmm. And then Ivy gets mad at Harley and goes, why didn't you stand up for me? He was blatantly racist and you didn't say shit. Yeah. And Harley doesn't quite understand where it re- went wrong. She's like, I'm on your side, Ive. Like, I don't understand why. And she's like, oh, just Ivy. And and now that we have all these things happening in the oh world. Oh, my God. Like, I mean, I obviously will never... Uh, understand we you know you and I will never understand absolutely truly from yeah from their standpoint but like it but now that like we've had all these things here like I feel like I understand a little bit more where it's like oh yeah if you want to show your allyship you do have to speak up you need every time about it like uh, to be silent is to be complicit and you have to be anti-racist and it was so perfectly laid out in this comic book like why didn't you say anything and Mm -hmm. You know, Harley was there being like, oh, but like, what was, what, what, what should I have said? And I don't understand. And I didn't quite get that. And like, it, it was so good. Cause Ivy was just like, mm. so, oh man, it was just so good. And like, she mm-hmm. moves away, she moves her desk away. And she's just like, look, if you want true change, you have to start being it. So then Harley, of course, takes that to go and, like, blow shit up. But it's, like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> okay, I'll change things. No problem. In terms of, like, the racism, it, it, it was just... Oh, man. I would... I, this is the thing, like... You just... I don't know. It's just all these feelings that you're mm-hmm. just, like... Oh, we've all learnt that over the past, like, month. This was written in 2019, and we all, like, should have known it in 2019. And, like, maybe we did, and maybe we weren't implementing it, or maybe we were finding it too hard. And, like, it... Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it just, like, it's just, like, yeah. bam. Oh. Yeah, it hits you in the face here because you're, like, oh, shit. Like, something so small as speaking up at that moment could have changed. They Not only would they, they might have still gone to the detention, but it would have shown Ivy that, hey, like, I am truly your friend. It's more yeah. than just evading detention at that point. Mm-hmm. But 
And I love that they touched on that. They did. Yeah. She. They didn't have to. They didn't have to touch on that at all, and they did. And that it was yeah. beautifully done. And I loved that part. It was so beautifully done. So beautiful. Yeah. So beautiful. So back to the drag queens. Um, so I love that the running thing here is that she, her, her family in within the drag queens, it really does swell, and they actually start to teach her how to be like herself, like how to break free of all of these, you know, boundaries that the world puts on her. And and Ivy really, excuse me, Harley really is a free spirit because her mom isn't really all around a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, she's gone for the summer to work on a cruise ship. She's just like, bye, kids, see you later. Um, but she gets to be in this family of drag queens, which is so serendipitous because at one point she's dressed up, and I'm definitely going to post the picture where her face makeup is like all of the, the Harley uh, diamonds. Yeah. And it was gorgeous. Oh, my God. Like the the drawings in this comic. That's, that's oh my like gosh. so dumb. <laughs> I was like, the drawings Please. in this comic book. They are so, I didn't know what the word for them. Like, beautiful wasn't enough. Beautiful was too, like, vague to describe these drawings. They are, like, emotive. There are some, I mean, I kept sending you, like, screenshots. I love the one you sent me of crazy eyes. (laughs) (laughs) It's, like, three days from now, but, like, you need to see this right now. Um, (laughs) And, like, they spoke to me. I was like, I've made that face. I am that face. <laughs> I feel that face. I know exactly what that face feels like. And then the, sh- the the reveal of, like, the diamonds on her face is so gorgeous. And the way they do the eyes, she's so soft. Like, they look so human. Like, they're not harsh comic book drawings. Like, and I know that makes it sound like comic book drawings are bad. I don't mean that. I mean, like... No, I understand. They're, they're like... It's like watercolours. It's like... It's so gently drawn and yet can be... It's so evocative, I think is what I'm trying to say. When the Joker is first introduced, I like... I think I, like, gasped. Because you, like, turn the... And because they do it so well as well. You turn Mm -hmm. the page and it's, like, a whole, like... He's, like, eerily leaning in to, like, the camera, as it were. Oh, like, yeah. it, it, is, it is laid out like a, 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 a movie. And, like, a, kind of, of course it is, because every comic book is. But I love the choices that they always make when they're going to come back and when they're going to zoom in and when they're going to do, like, a wide and when they're going to do, like, a mm-hmm. weird angle. And, like, all of the choices in this told the story so well. It was such a perfect matching of story and pictures. And I know that's what a comic book is. But, like... <laughs> no, no, yeah, that's perfect. I'm glad that you're pointing that out and you're able to say that out loud, like, hey, this matches. I'm following along beautifully and mm-hmm. I want to keep turning the page, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And what's awesome about this is that, like, I, so I don't really read a lot of comics that, don't have colors and this one doesn't have colors but the way that Steve Pugh does it you're right watercolors very soft tones and it's not necessarily black and white it's like black blue white gray you know Mm -hmm. and he's just it's just like a like a piece like it looks like it's dancing on water constantly yes yeah that's exactly it yeah, they just do a, a great job. And when they do the flashbacks, they go, they change those blacks and blues to like reds and sepia. browns. Yeah. Where you're literally like looking through a lens, mm-hmm. you know, a sepia lens essentially. So, yeah, I agree with you. That I'm glad you brought that up. This art is just like gooey. It's just like, yes. I want more of this, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so we especially see that when we get the Diamond Harley mask reveal, mm-hmm. you feel, you can, 
through his art, and if you guys can't tell, we love the art. Um, but it's like you can feel Harley's excitement and emotions. It's like she's looking in the mirror and she's like, I love myself right now. Yeah. Like you see her be born, you see ideas be born, you see a character be born in like mm-hmm. a, a picture with just one of the drag artists in the background being like, you're like a Harlequin. And you're like, ah! <laughs> I get that, yes! <laughs> it's so exciting. It's so ex- and the same thing happens when the Joker's revealed as well. You're like, ah! <laughs> There's no other way to describe it because you're just like, I'm so on board! Yeah, and even just her relation with the Joker, too. It's like she doesn't all totally believe him. She kind of follows along. So in this one, she meets the Joker in kind of an alley setting, and they, and he, he kind of he accidentally meets her, air quotes, accidentally meets her for the first time, and then he starts sending her notes to meet her at midnight at the chicken shack. And, you know, all of these things, they have these meetings. And Harley isn't like Harley is in almost every other uh, character portrayed as Harley, um, where she's like, whatever you say, Joker. She's more memori- mesmerized by Ivy than Joker in this Yeah. One, yeah, which sure. is so cool. She really is. She's She takes that obsession that she usually has for the Joker and puts it on Ivy because she, for really lovely reasons as well. She's like, Ivy speaks out. Ivy is passionate. Ivy wants to learn. And that's really cool. And I dig that. And I'm desperate to be friends with that person. In fact, I insist we now be friends. Whereas the Joker's here and he's like, hey, I'm like that dude you dated once in high school. And you're like, oh, no. And Harley's like, "Uh uh-huh. All right. I'll listen. I'll bite. And he's like, do you want to like, I don't know, man. I'm the Joker. Do you want to like do some stuff? And she's like, what stuff? And I loved, I loved that. He would constantly be like, you know what I really hate, little rabbit? And she'd be like, rainbows? Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck you. I don't give a shit what you hate. You're boring. <laughs> and he's like, I hate being bored. And she's like, oh, all right, Ben. That's yeah. your problem. Like, I just, like, it wasn't cooling it out. It was not, it was just, yeah, you're right. It's the opposite of, like, being like, I don't know, Joker. What do you hate? Oh, my God. I want to listen to everything you have to say. And so she was like, you're you're weird but uh i got nothing else to do so (laughs) keep talking i guess and he's like yeah i'm so deep like he really was he was that it was us it was really interesting i loved it i loved 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 it that she was just like whatever man yeah and then it became fuck you man yeah. Like, yes. And the minute that all, that all went down, I was like, yes, where is my sequel? <laughs> and we'll jump right into that now. So then towards the end, here's the big reveal. Um, spoiler alert, but it's a wonderful spoil. Mm-hmm. Um, so Joker, and I'm trying to remember exactly what happens, but Joker somehow, oh, he knocks on the, the roof of her house and she's like, What's that? And the reason why she's so, she kind of wants to see what the Joker's about, but she's not totally buying it, is because he's promising her revenge over all these people, especially the Kane Enterprises and stuff like that, the Kanes that are just ruining everybody's lives. He's promising revenge and, and, and explosions and all those things. So that's why she's hanging on. So he knocks on the roof. She goes up to the roof to figure out what's going on. There's a box. And there's the most scantily clad fucking tutu bullshit. And she's like, uh, Mm. what's this for? This is dumb. I'm going to make my own. 
And there's a montage of her making her own outfit. It I was love that. So good. It was so right? good. Because ah, uh, yeah, I just remember when Suicide Squad first came out and um Waterloo Station was just full of cosplayers that year, just all going as the like daddy's little girl Harley, uh. which is like it's cute. It's a cute design, but like a, all of you don't need to be wearing it. Get some imagination. B, like, oh, come on, man. I know Margot Robbie worked really hard on her butt and thighs because she did all of her own stunts. But Thank um, you very much. Thank yeah. you. But um, but it's not... It like, the, like uh, even the cartoon Harley Walmart, like, I don't know. It, like, you can yes. whatever you want. Yes. Like, I'm not trying to shame anyone. But, no, no. It, like, this is sexualized. She's being sexualized for male pleasure. And, like... This is exactly what that was. This Joker was like, you can wear this cute little, like... It was like a string. It was like an H in the middle. It was like a cheerleader outfit. There was Mm -hmm. like a a crop top and a skirt. Both as short as they can be, connected by an H in the middle. And Harley took one look at it and was like, bah! Okay. (laughs) No. And, like, made it into this full-on, like, awesome costume. Like, vigilante. Like, it, it was hers. It was hers. Like, she took what he gave her and she cut it up and she made it into hers. And I was like, that is what every woman needs to do right now. Cut yes. it up. Learn to say no. Yes. Learn, learn you don't need the male gaze in order to be valid in and this world. The presents. Like, don't be like, oh, but he got me a present. I need to be grateful. You don't if the present's a piece of shit, which is what this one was. Oh my god, I love you, Emily. Have I said that yet? You can keep saying it, it's fine. I love you too. Oh, thank you. Beautiful friendship. And, um, ah, I love that, like, the whole point, he was like, um, we need you on our team because we need a girl Mm -hmm. to go in and distract the guards. And she was like, that's dumb, but okay, I'll bite. Again, just like, she calls him out on everything. She's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I mean, I'll do it because I, I want to blow shit up and, like, get revenge on everything that sucks. But, like, you're stupid and that's idiotic. And he's like, <laughs> I'm so smart. And, like, you're not, dude. You're not. Yeah. You're not smart. And I love it. <laughs> yeah, she's like, uh, no. But she, like, yeah. and then she goes into the building. She beats up the guys. By the way, she learned to fight from reading a book. Yeah, what the hell? Oh. <laughs> I mean, I'm it. way behind. I got no excuse, apparently. <laughs> Literally, she was like, it's stay in school, kids. I learned all this from reading, like, a jujitsu book. And I was like, what? You've, like, <laughs> taken up two middle-aged men, and you're, like, a 15-year-old girl. And, I mean, it's great. I love it. And also, it shows that education is important, and self-defense yeah. is important. And mm-hmm. I believe it. I believe it. Yeah, I believe it. So she beats up these guys, and then she goes to find Joker, and then... Um, wow, my brain is kind of blanking because it's a, I mean, this is the big reveal. Um, she, oh yeah, she's like, he, he says, well, I'm going to blow up that sign down there. And it's the Kane Enterprises, the big sign on the building. And below is Ivy and her family and her whole community that she loves, her drag fam, everybody. They're all protesting for all of these evictions from Kane Enterprises. And they're protesting in front of Kane Enterprises, appropriately enough. However... The Joker is like, I didn't promise anybody would live or nobody would die. And she's like, wait, wait, hang on. Hold up. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. Yeah, that you're going to kill everybody. He's like, do you want revenge or do you want to save? I don't know. He just, he got stupider by the minute there because yeah. you're just like, wait a minute. I thought you had her back. But he doesn't. 
at all. And he's like, he reveals he is John Kane himself. He's that, was that puking? You puking? Are you okay over there? Oh, um, let me hold you there back. I just, yeah. I hate got a little him bit of, so yeah, much. Right I hate him so much. much. I know. He's quite, quite atrocious. Mm-hmm. And uh, he says that, well, now that I have you on camera breaking into the building, uh, I'm going to leave you up here. I'm going to tie you here. And I'm going to blow up the sign, too. And he had the audacity to be like, it would have been better if you'd have been in your cute little cheerleader outfit that I got for you. <laughs> but uh, so shame you had to go chop that up, little girl. Because originally he was like, I'm just going to like break into the computers and like fuck up the internet, which is why Holly agreed to do it. And then all of a sudden he's like, I'm going to blow this sign up. And she's like, what? And then he's like, ha, 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 it's me. And I was like, huh, okay. It makes sense. Scooby-Doo, it's always the person that you've been, like, also in the movie, because otherwise it wouldn't exactly. make sense. You're kind of a stranger. I didn't expect there to be a Joker reveal, so mm-hmm. I think it took me by surprise, because I was like, I would have been... There's never been one. Yeah, yeah, that's such a good point. It, like, it wasn't, it's not a Joker thing to be like, and it's this dude. Um, what did I say? I wrote a whole thing at work today. <laughs> Ooh, I love it. <laughs> Probably <laughs> wouldn't make sense now. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, uh, and I don't know if I still agree with this because I did write this six hours ago and my brain flips. Um, (laughs) I put, making Kane Joker was a weird choice. I was down with him being a stranger. The consequences of the reveal made the character evil instead of chaotic neutral. This privileged Mm. white boy is going out of his way to be a dick. Let's break that Mm. down. What did I mean? What was I thinking? It was, yeah, I think it was just, I was like, oh, and like, don't get me wrong, I really liked it, and it made sense, and it was cool, and it was fun. I I think my emotions got in the way of me enjoying it, because I felt betrayed along with Harley, oh. and I was like, I feel stupid now. I feel stupid because I trusted <laughs> you, and it's you all the whole time, and I feel stupid, I feel so stupid. Um, so I think I got emotional, because I was like, how dare you trick me, comic book? How dare you right. Scooby-Doo me? <laughs> I didn't see that coming. No. I'll say that. Not at all. And then I was like trying to analyze it by being like, well, now it just, he doesn't, he doesn't care about his family's, he's so privileged and so out of mm-hmm. it that he is willing to just go out of his way to cause chaos, which I guess is a very jokery thing. But I was also like, I don't know. I don't know if it was that I was like, I don't believe it because like, Oh, why would a... You know, it'd be like if Eric Trump started fight clubbing all of the buildings in New York. He'd be like, why? Mm-hmm. And he'd be like, I just want to watch the world burn. And you're like, but you're Eric Trump. Yeah. Like... <laughs> He's bored. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. So I think yeah. it's sort of that. But then that makes, in theory, him an interesting character. But I was so uninterested in him because I'm so invested in Harley and Ivy. Oh, right, that I was like. Right. It doesn't really matter who you are. And by making you who you are, I'm, as I say, I just feel a bit like, like a bit of a dum-dum for not seeing it, which is totally what you're meant to do. And you're meant to feel betrayed. And you're meant to feel like, oh man, if you're the Joker, then like, does that make things easier or does that make things harder? I just got more questions now. And I thought I was, we were just going to blow something up and call it a day. And now I got more questions, which is brilliant, really. Right. 
And the, and the whole thing about the Joker is that he hates all of Gotham. He wants to see Gotham burn. However, now that they've revealed John Kane, it's like, can we do a volume two? Like, what's his next act going to be? Is it just to continuously frame Harley and her friends so that they look bad when everybody's like, why are you, why is Kane Enterprises, uh, you know, uh, condemning and evicting all of these citizens of Gotham? And then he can go, because they're idiots and they want to blow everything up and they're bad people, you know? And yeah. that's a whole different take. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I didn't even think about it like that. That's so smart. Yeah, because, like, I was so busy being like, what? But he's meant to be, like, neutral chaos. He's only sacrificing the sign of his side of these things. But he's going to kill those people. But you're absolutely right. right. It's that, like, it, and I think that's what I meant when it was, like, it genuinely makes him evil. It makes him, like, a, a, a more maverick version of his parents where he's like same results different action you like exactly. to evict people i'm gonna drop a sign on them and it's like okay <laughs> now someone, he's a murderer <laughs> someone needs to go to therapy um which i guess <laughs> is very jokery so yeah yeah i think it just blew my mind a little bit i was like oh man now i have to think again that was a huge reveal like that was that was a big deal i out loud i was like what? Mm. And my husband was in the other room. He's like, you okay, babe? <laughs> I was like, I can't explain, but the Joker is John Kane. I'll tell you later. <laughs> yeah, man. I was like clicking through and I had to like go back two pages and then like go forward two pages again to be like, I... oh, why though? <laughs> why, John? Why? <laughs> But and then they both go to go to jail. They go to they go to um, they go to court and then they go to jail and they're both on a half a million dollar bail. And of course, of course, the Kane family um, bails out their son. He's put on house arrest. Harley goes to jail. And I have to say, I will if I ever go to jail, knock on wood, I hope I don't. <laughs> I will try my best to have the Harley kind of attitude. Not the part yes. where she breaks out because that's really bad. But the <laughs> part where she's like getting along with all of these women in there. And she's like the storyteller and the entertainer. She sure, surely is like the jester of the jail. She, yeah. Yeah. She keeps everybody happy, you know. She's trying to live her best life still. Yeah. Just like, she's not, yeah. Just being like, planning her next move and being like, well, what shall I do now? Like, everyone yeah. is in the story. And then it's really lovely because it links in with, like, basically the story we've learned is the story that she's been telling to these, like, citizens. So then we catch up with her to then be like, what mm-hmm. you going to do next, Harley? Ah, oh, you're going to break out of jail. That makes sense. That's, with that's, a spoon. that's on brand. <laughs> that's very Shawshank of you. I love it. Um, yes. And then Mama, she writes her in jail, and she's like, hey, baby girl, you are part of this family forever and ever and ever. And I was like, am I tearing up at a comic book right now? Because that is literally the sweetest thing ever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When she turned up to just be like, oh, hey, your grandma's dead. I guess you can have her flat, uh, but go to school and behave. When she, like, mm-hmm. and Harley says from the very beginning, she should have, like, called the authorities or whatever, but she didn't. She gave her a chance. And Harley never really betrays her. Really, which is so lovely because I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it and it never happened. And I was like, really? Thank yeah. God. Because I'm still stuck in that like comic books follow the narratives that are dumb. So if you have a trustworthy <laughs> authority figure, you got to betray them to learn a lesson. But she didn't. Do-wop, shoo-wop. No, she didn't. she didn't. She was like, I am a cool person and I respect you and I respect your authority and I respect 
who you are as a person, and I respect what you do, and I love it, so I'm gonna do what you want, and I want the best for us, and I was like, mm-hmm. yes! And then the issues, because it was smart and it was well-written, we didn't have to suffer and be like, eh, love story, or eh, mm-hmm. I upset my parents. We could just move into like, hey, racism, and what to not do, and hey, anarchy, and what to not do, and hey, protests, mm-hmm. and what to do, and hey, living life and having a garden, and how fucking cool is that garden? That was a cool garden. Ah! That was a very cool garden. <laughs> Ivy's family had a great garden. That was so Living. sweet. Yeah. Oh, and then we, I've, I've totally forgot the part where there's a bomb in the garden shed and Ivy just, uh, excuse me, Harley just breaks it and then it, she debombs it. <laughs> she the literally end. just like snaps it in half and it's like, whew. I was like, eating, like, ah! <laughs> 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 yes. <laughs> Oh, man. So, yeah, she breaks out of jail, and then she starts walking around. And I love that part where she goes into the drag club who um, has made a drag uh, a cabaret out of a chicken shack. Yes! And, and they're dressed as chickens because yes. they're drag queens, and they absorb life for what it is. Yes. It's so fabulous. It's so good. It's so good. And she goes up to Mama, but we don't see Harley. We just see them talking, and she's like... Hey, baby girl, how you doing? And she's like, hey, mama, I'm here. Just want to let you know I'm alive, kind of. And she's like, all right, stay well, stay safe, be good. And so then Harley, Harley is bro- broken out of jail, yeah, by the way. Like, yeah. <laughs> girl on the out. run. And she, at the end, she's got her bat. She's got her hoodie because you can't know it's her. And she goes like, here, Joker, Joker, Joker. <laughs> Cut to black. Oh, so good. It's so good because also the Joker has like, run away from house arrest and there's like oh, that's right jay graffiti all over gotham and she's like fuck this shit where <laughs> are you you little bitch and i cave your fucking head in and then, and then oh, it ended and i was like give me the picture of holly caving his head in with a baseball bat please <laughs> except it won't be I... it will be like wonderful dialogue and in thoughtful ways to deal with bullies and this mm-hmm. was, was so lovely. It wasn't as simple. They gave you so many options. It wasn't just like, hey, kill your enemies and drink from their skulls. It was like, <laughs> hey, maybe we could like try and talk to people. But when, and it showed that sometimes authority figures don't have your back. But also on the other hand, authority figures really do have your back. And you've just got to know who to trust and who to go to. And like, mm-hmm. not take everything an adult says for granted. And like, like it, blah, blah, blah. I just, I wish I had it when I was a teenager. I wish I had sure. it. And I say that about everything that comes out now, like absolutely everything from about 2000 and mm, what's the date? Yeah, nine. 16 nine, onwards, 10, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, yeah, like 10, 2010 onwards. Anything like Adventure Time, these comic books, like all of these <sighs> things that I'm just like, if I had that when I was a child, I would be a better person today. And like, who knows? <laughs> but like in my head I am, Cut I'm to- like... <laughs> Cut, cut to, like, to Gen Z and why the way they are. Yeah, exactly. Because they've been brought up with these like wonderful stories and ideas and choices to make and how to make them and just beyond like girls who like pink are bad and mm. boys who like football are like mean but also like you have to like them because they're handsome. Mm-hmm. And like it wasn't as simple as that, but it felt as simple as that. Like you, you put yourself in a box that you perhaps didn't want to be in because you were so much more than that box. And and then you also did yourself a dirty because you were like, I guess I'm the pretty ugly girl. Hopefully one day someone will take off my glasses. Take off your own glasses. Or even better yet, <laughs> keep your glasses on. And, like, choose keep your own glasses. On. Keep your glasses you, on. 
You don't need a makeover montage to be valid, okay? <laughs> this is I'm just like this is what we spend most of my podcast episode talking about as well, but it's so relevant because these these people are just just being really cool and they're being humans and they're being really sometimes they're being really mature and sometimes they're being really immature and sometimes people are jerks and sometimes they're like really bad jerks and like that it's not as simple as just like the bullies bully people and the smart people do the smart things it's mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. people mm, harley is our hero but like also she was definitely committing crimes um mm-hmm. yeah um but like you know it's just ah, it's just, just go and read it man and like it's so good <laughs> Yeah, please, guys, go read this. I mean, we—I mean, this is a part of the podcast where we usually review it, but I have a feeling I know what your review is. I mean, um, we, we'll, we'll do it anyway. How about yeah. that? Because it's a tradition. So it's one out of five, five being best, three meaning you at least recommend, and you have to pick a noun to coincide with your rating. So I'll go first. I give this a five million uh, $1 store mask. Do you remember when she got the mask yes. at the dollar store and it was her Can Harley mask? Yes. So sweet. So Wait, what was the drag queen's name? What, what was her name? I loved it. Oh my it. god, oh my god, what was her name? It was they, like, do, like Dolly. Oh, I can't remember. Because then they went for ice cream and she was yes. like, oh, I can't be gay around my kids while they have ice cream. She's like, yeah. put her in a place. And Harley yes. was like, yeah. And then stole her little cherry and I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's it's just top to bottom, just freaking fabulous. It's so relevant to the times. It's got topics of conversation galore, as you can tell here. We can't stop gushing about it. Mm -hmm. It's like the art is just fantastic. And as you said, evocative. I love that word. Totally is. I hope there's a volume two. There better be. Like, I will sue them if there's not a volume two. Like, <laughs> you hear that? They can't not. They can't end the story like that. And, like, also, yes. though, I was like, maybe they will. And that's just life. Because like, yeah. I was like, that's what this thing has taught me. That, like, you have to now take Harley's journey on into your life and stand yeah. up to the bullies and make hard choices and be anti-racist and tend to your flowers and because also I'd be really interested to see if they would expand uh, ivy into poison ivy but like I kind of the whole thing about poison ivy is that she's sexy sexy poison lady and Mm. like I don't know if you've come across a version of her not being that yet I don't know what she was like in the Gotham TV series because I know she was like 11 so they kind of made her that sexy but um yeah but I'd be really interested to, for someone to take that character and do something awesome with it. Turn her into, like, Greta Thunberg or something, but, like, with superpowers. Because <laughs> that's basically yes. what she is. And, like, yeah, and just take this character of Ivy, um, her, Ivy especially, and, like, turn mm-hmm. her super. Because also what's interesting, of course, about Holly and the Joker is that they do not have superpowers. And actually, now I'm looking at all of them. You're right. They don't. The Batman, nope, nope. the whole Batman vibe is that no one's actually magic in that way. Right, They're all yeah. just, oh my God, I feel like I'm having a revelation that everyone else had 10 years ago. <laughs> I'm looking at a picture of Holly Quinn and a picture of Catwoman and I'm like, oh my God. Wait, they're not magical. <laughs> they're they're not just crazy. <laughs> they're just crazy people. It. And I think that's why the, there's such an endearment there and why it was so 
good to go against Superman. But that's a whole other thing. In terms of my yes. score, it's 500 million trillion thousand. Um, and a noun. Oh, man. What's a noun? <laughs> um, In relation to the, the comic. Yeah. Um, chicken. Bring us back chicken. That was yes. such a heartwarming bit. When she was like, <laughs> going to meet the Joker at the chicken shack. And they were like, where are you going, hon? It's like half 11 at night. And she was like, chicken. And they were like, oh, okay, bring us some. And I was like, that's <laughs> so good. And she goes to the chicken shack where obviously they then move away from the chicken shack to have this whole like conversation about him being like, I'm such a deep little young man. And she's like, I don't care. And then she goes yeah. and gets chicken. Because she yes. remembers. Because again, in a shit movie and in a shit story, she would have forgotten to get chicken because she would have been so overwhelmed with what the Joker yes. had just told her. Right. and or she would have just like lied and been like I'm going I'm going to get chicken but really she was going nowhere near the chicken shack but she fucking went and got chicken because it's Harley Quinn and she's true to her word and the, her family asked for chicken so she got them chicken after she done a stupid chore to meet up with that stupid boy and I was just stupid like mm, something as simple as that something as simple as the little panel where Harley got chicken for her family because she said she would yeah. Because she wasn't overwhelmed by anything that stupid boy had said. Right. She just remembered right. to be... She remembered to get chicken for her family. <laughs> she, she did. She did. She, yes, I love that she's true to her word in this one. Because a lot of Harley is like, Oh, I'm just forgetful. I'm Harley. Don't ask me to do any favors except for blow up buildings. La, la, la. But this one, she's like... Like, she remembered it in her head. That's a really good point. Like, this is a totally different Harley that I, I've ever seen. It's now a Harley it. that I will only accept. I'm going to now go back and reread sure. Harley and Ivy. And I'm going to be like, boo! <laughs> because <laughs> I don't... I and I don't want I don't want a white ivy anymore. Sure. I don't want it. Right. She's so gorgeous. Right. And that we got enough white women up in this place. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. give us some diversity. Um mm-hmm. God, she's so gorgeously like I'm gonna post all over my Instagram on <laughs> when this, like of all of the like I basically screenshotted like everything that Perfect. I love. Yes. So that's all yes. going on my Instagram. Um, and, oh, just that one picture that I sent you, I was just like, yes. (laughs) The crazy eyes. You're like, I relate to this so much. (laughs) And it's, it's something that I was only really, I think I'm just disappointed, which is dumb. It's a dumb thing to be, but you know, when you're just like, man, I could have been so much cooler, so much earlier if I'd just been cool. Cause I was always cool. But I didn't let myself be cool a lot of the times. Or I did under the pretense of, like, I was different. But I did yeah. But, like, blah, blah, blah. and Holly's just cool. Yeah. And Ivy is just cool. And they're just all cool. John Kane isn't cool. John no. Kane can fuck, suck fuck a that guy. dick. But uh, I'm allowed to swear on this, right? <laughs> oh, please do. Yay! Yes, please. <laughs> but, yeah. I, oh, yeah. She asks an hour into the interview. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I can cuss here, right? <laughs> that's emily slade for you guys man that was a freaking amazing conversation my face hurts from smiling so much and laughing tour guide barbie oh my yeah (laughs) but uh no i was gonna say i was gonna touch on your point totally know what you mean i was a weird teenage dirtbag as well and a weirdo drama kid and um i couldn't find my tribe because i was trying to be a part of a tribe that never wanted me in the first place and so Right? So the more you're yourself, uh, the more that you will follow your true path in life and you will find your true tribe, which I feel like at nearly 30 that I have finally found my true tribe, which is my podcasting fam, my pod fam, pod fam. 
Oh my gosh. I recently needed, uh, and you know what's happening, but I'm not going to reveal this project quite yet, but it's a very ambitious project that I have for OCD and it's coming up and I can't wait to reveal it to you guys. It's going to be so much fun and Emily's definitely going to be a part of it. But I uh, contacted my podcasting friends. I had more than I thought I did in the last year. I've been, you know, almost a year in podcasting here and, uh, and, and they came through every single one of them came through. And I was so excited and it just, the, the project filled up and it's actually going to happen. It's, it's going to happen. And I'm just, thank you, pod fam. I know you're listening. I love you. And, and this, ladies and gentlemen, boys and squirrels and every single person in between, this is what happens when you are yourself and you live your true life. Thank you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> flowers. Flowers. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. I mean, was I right? Is Emily Slade not a gem, you guys? You are welcome back anytime, my friend. If you pick up a comic and you're like, Tess, I got to read this Ed's comic with you. I'd be like, Em, let's book it. Let's do it. I'm now okay? like, I'm going to spend the last five minutes I've got like hacked into your account being like, what exists now? Oh God, yes. write names, write names. Order on Amazon. <laughs> yeah. So yes. bad. I could give you a list, girl. Oh man. Yes. Bit- Bitch Planet is the next one you're going to very much enjoy. It, Bitch Planet it is about a, a bunch of women who uh, commit a lot of air quote sins for being too fat, too ugly, too this, too that. And they go to this planet called, they're condemned to this planet called Bitch Planet. <laughs> it's so good. Put it on your list. Oh my God, I'm so excited. Uh, well, thank, thank you a million times, Emily. Could you please tell us where to find you and your podcast and your, and your wonderfulness? I love you. <laughs> Uh, I am part of the Beef Up Network, so you can find me through all of that stuff. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, you can email into me at whythesmallpodcast at gmail.com if you want to tell me to like slow down or take a breath or just like calm down for God's sake. Oh my God, what's wrong with you? Um, <laughs> you can don't, find. Don't oh, do that. <laughs> don't do that. I, w- <laughs> I mean, you are welcome to do that. I will not take that advice on board, but you are welcome to do Woo! it. You can have your opinion. It's fine, as, even if it's wrong. <laughs> Um, you can find Why This Film on all of the usual podcasting places. We're on Spotify, mm-hmm. we're on Acast. I recently switched to Acast. It's super cool because now I can see my analytics and I get super excited because like, ah, look, people are listening. Um, whereas before on SoundCloud, it was like hard to find. But maybe it's because I'm dumb. I don't know. Um, You're not dumb. This was so much fun. I want to come on every single week. <laughs> like, I love it. You have a balloon, my little mind. Uh, I, was like, I will yeah, convert like, you. Oh, comic books, comic books are fine. And now I'm like, I need to, I need a, I need a soapbox. I need a bell, <laughs> and I need a megaphone, <laughs> and I need to go yes. stand in the middle of the streets and be like, heads up, I'm late to the party, <laughs> but comic books, you guys, comic um, books are cool. They're so cool. Um, I, yeah, I refuse to accept any other form of Harley and Ivy going forward. Um, Wow. That's saying a lot. Yeah. But like, I'm, and I haven't seen Birds of Prey yet because I've been saving myself up for a special occasion. I'm going to watch it as like a treat. Because I know all the people Ooh, were like... tell me when you do, girl. Mm. Oh, yes. Okay. So many people yeah. were like, uh, yeah, it's fine. And I'm like, are you male? Are you white? <laughs> Are you a white male? And you didn't enjoy Birds of Prey? Unfortunately, survey says your opinion doesn't count. That's mean. Yes. But like, basically, shut up, okay? Comic book movies for women. Um, Let us have our movies. Let us have our movies. All of your yeah. movies are so mediocre. If you think ours are too, <laughs> you, that's why you have to give us more. 
Yes. Um, and you know what? A lot of the guys that you and I interacted with here in like uh, BFOP and just the podcast community itself, those, those are definitely like progressive dudes who yes. want to know how to change. I will give them that that credit, but definitely have run into those comic book dudes that are like, what a girl in comics and i'm like chicks read comics too dude mm-hmm. like <laughs> mm-hmm. you feel it everywhere and like you i didn't think you would but like podcasting and like talking about movies like you talk about a movie online and like sw- swooping in for years gone by men that you haven't interacted with in years are like oh sorry i couldn't help but noticing that you had an opinion and uh i just wanted to personally jump in here to be like uh you shouldn't have had one because uh it was wrong and um i didn't personally agree with it because you have a vagina and therefore uh you are not allowed in the space and you're like wow this is um can you fuck off like (laughs) where's the fuck there's like there's love and there's the fuck off button there it is there it is a booyah Booyah. Uh, yes, oh, right. man. I, I love you, darling. I'm so happy you were here. Seriously. I'm, I am I told my husband, I was like, I have this feeling like after I do, I record this episode, I'm going to need to go for a walk because I'm going to be on <laughs> such like a, a high. Be like, buzzing. I got to talk to Emily. I got to talk to Emily. <laughs> the whole day, I was just like, mm-hmm, gonna see Tess, gonna talk about Holly Quinn. And it's only a few more hours till I get to do that. Usually, I'm like, flabbergasted and I'm like oh get my laptop upstairs quick plug the mic in I was here like 15 minutes early I had my drink I had my like all my stuff but I've only half eaten my twirl oh That's how... tw- what is a twirl what is a twirl oh, by the way what's a twirl oh. I don't know what that is what's it is that is it is it like a okay so it's chocolate it's like I a it was like I guess a, like a, a, lick- a flake but like oh. not a flake do you have flakes oh no don't have flakes it looks like a three musketeer or something like that Oh, I don't even have one. It's like a, I'm sorry, it's like a, like a chocolate thing, like a chocolate thing with like, yeah, it's like a, chocolates and it's a, it's like a chocolate bar with like chocolate in it. You, it's a, beautiful. I hope I you forget. get to finish it now. Thank you. It's because, yeah, like this has been so much fun. Thank you so, 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 so much for having me. Please, anytime, 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 I will read anything you give me. Ever, ever like you can give me the side of a shampoo bottle and be like it was written by a comic book artist it counts and i'll be <laughs> let's like review it. okay yeah let's do it because i will have opinions oh girl it was my pleasure i really appreciate it and uh uh you know what i don't have an outro because i made one and i recorded it so Yay. thank you emily <laughs> i love you so much and i'll see you soon and the surprise project will come up and i'm not gonna say when but you will be part of it and we will see you again then roll outro Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Ongoing Comic Book Discussion Podcast. If you like what you're hearing, please go ahead and give OCD a follow on whatever podcatcher you're listening to this episode on. And you can take it a step further and leave OCD a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. That really helps me out. Thank you so much in advance. You can follow OCD on Instagram at OCD Podcast and on Facebook at facebook.com slash OCD Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and I'll see you next time. Later, dudes. Why This Film Podcast looks back at the movies of your childhood. Join me, Emily Slade, each week as I step back in time to revisit the films that you grew up with. Maybe you haven't seen it for a while. Maybe you've watched it every day since you were eight. Maybe you totally forgot it existed. 
Whatever the movie, I'm here to go back with you through nostalgia untold and memories unnumbered. Together, we'll ask, why this film? <laughs>